guys and skaters and welcome to Behind the Suits, the official podcast of the UF Cat Mentors. Before we jump into today's topic, I just want to go over some of the key dates that are coming up in the spring semester. On January 1st, the CAP application will open on Higher Warrington. So if you are interested in becoming a CAP mentor and helping younger students with the recruitment process, make sure you to check that out. And if you have any questions about the application itself, we're going to have a Q&A session on the 13th from 6 to 6.30. And for those of you who may still be looking for an internship or would just like to get another pair of eyes on your resume, our office hours actually start on January 11th for the spring semester. And last but not least, spring recruiting season is coming up faster than you guys can believe. So we are again hosting our resume clinics on January 19th through the 21st in preparation for Warrington Career Week as well as Showcase. So make sure that you guys write all those dates in your planner and you start meeting with us as soon as possible. And now to introduce your special guests, Veronica and Jaden. Hi, hey Valentina, thanks so much for having us on here. I'm Veronica. Hey, um, I'm Jaden. Thanks for hosting. Really excited to chat today. And of course, they've already heard my voice enough. So if you guys want to do a quick round of intros so the students know a little bit more about your background before we jump into some questions. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll start it off. So I'm a finance major with a minor in retail. Um, But a little bit about me. Before I was a finance major, I was actually a marketing major and I made the switch during my junior year. So I've had experiences in both buckets of both marketing, but now um, in finance, kind of I've more segmented into consulting. Nice. Um, Unfortunately, hi everyone, this is Jaden. My background isn't as uh, unique as Vero's. Um, I've been a finance major for the last four years um, and I minor in economics and sustainability studies. And I'm originally from St. Thomas in the US Virgin Islands. Um, most of my internships have also been focused in finance, so I guess I'm the I'm the boring one on today's podcast, but it, it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Meadow's story is definitely very interesting because a lot of people do make that switch, but backwards. They will go from finance and after taking finance with Bingo, they switch to marketing. So definitely really cool experiences. So now to jump into our first question. Um, I know you guys both have had very different internships, but if you could talk about your internships, what you liked, what you didn't like, and ultimately what you learned from each of them. Yeah, I'll start it off. So I think it's important to call out that before my quote unquote first big internship in my sophomore summer, I interned during the school year at a local small business in Gainesville. And I think that started to kind of give me like a taste of what quote unquote working in marketing was like. So I was at that time. So that was kind of my sophomore spring. I was in marketing and I was already having those kind of thoughts of like, is this the right choice for me? So then at that point, I kind of decided like, okay, I'm going to give my shot to a marketing, a full marketing internship. And I ended up at Facebook under their global marketing solutions position for their Facebook university, um, which is kind of like for, it's kind of a program designed to expand the diversity pipeline at Facebook. And I loved that job, but I thought during the whole time, I was always constantly asking myself, could I push myself more? Could I challenge myself more? And at the end of the summer, I came back um, in junior year knowing that even though I do hold a special place for marketing in my heart, like I'm just, 
at the core, I'm a very curious person. And I think marketing strikes a chord between the curiosity and the creativity that I have. Um, so I do find it really fascinating, but I know that my quantitative brain needed a little bit more of a challenge. So when I got back into uh, school in the fall after that summer at Facebook, I knew that I wanted to do consulting because during the whole time of that Facebook internship, I loved the aspect where it was client facing, talking to the client, coming up with creative solutions to problems. I loved that. But then in that Facebook job, the only solutions that we were able to provide were marketing related. So I knew that my brain needed to be able to explore all possible solutions. So that's why A, I switched to finance because I wanted to kind of round out my brain. I had all this marketing knowledge, but then I wanted to add that uh, quantitative piece or that quantitative background. And then going into consulting, it also kind of made my quote unquote application a little bit stronger because it kind of proved that I am strong in the quant department. And then, like I said, I came back to junior year in the fall, super hungry to get a consulting interview because actually the, um, the fall before in my sophomore year, I applied to a few consulting jobs, but I didn't get them because I was incredibly unprepared. So that junior year, I came back with like kind of a fire under me, super prepared, super ready and willing to put my head down and grind it out for those consulting interviews, because at that point I knew what they entailed. And then ultimately Jaden knows this because he was a crucial part in helping me case prep during those months. But um, after about like 50 to 60 hours of case prepping, I ended up getting or securing an internship at Boston Consulting Group. And that's where I was last summer. I absolutely loved it. I signed full-time the minute they sent it out and I am, so excited to start back uh, with them next fall. And even though this summer was virtual and that experience in and of itself was amazing and caught me off guard, but I learned so much about myself personally and professionally, I'm just even more excited to start next fall. And I'm going into it knowing that I really think that consulting is a perfect match for my personality and like what I wanna do. And it has that challenging piece. I know it's going to be really challenging, but it has that piece that it's going to push me um, to my limits. And I think, honestly, like I know I've been talking for a bit, but I think that the only place that you're really able to grow and get to know yourself a little bit more is in those uncomfortable positions where you're kind of taking a risk. And that's kind of how I viewed switching to finance. Um, I knew it was going to be hard, but I knew that I was going to grow in that uncomfortable place. And I think that switching into consulting, I had that same mentality. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to grow so much from it and I'm going to learn so much from it. So at this point with that perspective, I'm just so excited for what's to come. No, that was awesome. Um, but a good, um, a good, I guess, recounting of our experience. Um, <laughs> Veronica and I actually met together. I think we met through case prepping at the time. It was kind of weird because we were taking a class together and we were like, yeah, let's let's prep for it and go through the process. Yeah. Um, I still have the one... email saved that Jaden, <laughs> it says the, the subject is let's break into MBB and MBB for those who don't know, it's, um, it's kind of like the acronym for McKinsey, Bain and Boston Consulting Group. So Jaden foreshadowed me breaking into MBB. I love that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> glad I could help. Um, <laughs> glad I could help, but I mean, it was all you. Um, I'm really glad I could play a part in that journey. 
I guess for me, it, it definitely takes a different take. And I, I will acknowledge that, um, I guess I came from a different background. So I'll start from the very beginning. Um, and I will mention that I think it's very important to highlight the role of luck in any kind of recruiting process. And uh, one of my career coaches always likes to highlight that luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So if that's a framework that you wanna use to understand it by all means. Um, but I was lucky in that my first year, um, I got an internship at Deloitte, which was one of the um, big accounting firms. And at the time, it, I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I just happened to speak shameless plug with a cap at the time who like recommended I go to showcase um, and talk with you know these different employers, not really expecting anything, but just to get my feet wet and see what it could be like for future years. So me being the, I guess, driven, eager student that I was did just that. Um, and ended up landing a role in a rotational um, program. So worked across some accounting functions and I also got like some exposure to um, HR, which was very useful um, as an overall experience for me because I never worked a job. I never worked part-time in high school. So like that very much was my first professional experience, but also just my first experience like working um, at all. And I guess kind of similar to Veronica, like it was a great time. I learned a lot. I really loved the people I was around and I was in Miami. So I was having the time of my life <laughs> uh, after my first year of college, but I definitely felt um, much more hungry to delve deeper into my major, which was finance and do something more heavily finance related. Um, and in doing my career explorations and my career research, you know, I think most ambitious quote unquote um, finance majors will land on careers in high finance and investment banking which is exactly where I ended up um, for the next two summers. So I followed that up with uh, investment banking internships. I first was at Wells Fargo Securities in North in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, and that was definitely a complete 180 in terms of workload and just the environment. Um, and I know investment banking has its own kind of, I guess, narrative or perspective, but I think it's kind of like the one job that I kind of think of it as like a boot camp, and it was exactly what I was looking for in a career in terms of having something that I could use to learn a skill set that I could take with me wherever I go, regardless of what job I take, um, while also getting exposure to a variety of different industries and functions. Um, and so that first summer, I got the chance to work on my first deal, got the chance to meet a CFO and like work with a management team. Obviously, as a sophomore intern, I wasn't making any <laughs> important strategic decisions, but I think that really gave me a glimpse into what life could be like as a grad, as a first year graduate. Um, and I really wanted that exposure. Um, so coming out of that experience, I again kind of pursued the investment banking route, but I knew I wanted to one, be in New York for my junior summer. Uh, and so I recruited at a variety of the, um, you know, different bulge bracket banks and ended up getting an offer at Bank of America in New York. And I joined a team called the Financial Sponsors Group, which is a select kind of team within a bank that covers private equity firms and different hedge funds clients. And through working on my deal my sophomore summer, I learned a lot about finance, learned about you know the industry and what I wanted to do, but I also grew a larger interest in investing more broadly. Um, and I'd worked a lot with debt products, but I wanted to see kind of across the investing landscape. And so I kind of targeted the financial sponsors group more specifically this summer. Unfortunately, due to COVID, I didn't get to live out my New York City dreams. Um, oh, I think my AirPods are dying. So I hope that doesn't cut out. Um, but it was still an amazing experience. And I definitely learned a lot about the different sponsors that B of A covers. Um, and I think it, I accomplished my goal at least of like seeing how different sponsors think about investments across sectors. Um, but ultimately, 
for full time, uh, I guess I'm excited to share. I'll be doing private equity at this equity partner. So they're a software slash technology investment firm. Um, and for me, I think it, it's, it's kind of ironic how it worked out because I didn't really think I'd have the chance to start in private equity directly out of undergrad. But for me, how I think about it is kind of a third investing, a third consulting and a third investment banking. So I'm really excited to kind of be working um, and blending all of those skill sets together, but still working in an industry that I think is like super exciting and still growing so fast, which is technology and software. So um, happy to expound on that. I know it was really long, but yeah, that's kind of me and my professional experience. Thank you. No, those were two really amazing stories. And our next question takes a kind of a little bit of a pivot in saying that obviously with finance, there's so many different things that you can do. You heard Veronica's story about going from marketing to consulting and Jaden from going to um, an accounting firm to going into investment banking and then ultimately going into tech for full time. So there's so many different avenues and um, ways that students can use your finance degree. So I kind of wanted to just explore some of the other avenues that you guys know are out there and also talk about something that we don't talk about enough is that, yes, we look like we have it together. Yes, it looks like Veronica and Jaden are about to become superstars and they are, but it wasn't always like that. So I don't want students to get discouraged by our amazing accomplishments because we all started from from zero. We have to build those networks. So if you could talk about just some of the different avenues and how unrealistic it may seem now for us, but how as long as you put in the work and effort, everyone can achieve those jobs that they really want to get. Yeah, um, I think I'm, I'm happy to start this one off. I think first and foremost, like I, if you're listening to this right now, I don't really know what year you are, but I think it's important to understand that like you, you will find a job, like we're all seniors about to graduate. And so we're at, you know, realistically at the point where I think, you know, it's time for us to graduate and move on. But like, I know for me at least, and I'm sure Veronica can, can empathize with this, once upon a time, you know, we also went through our own struggles and we were like, you know, will we actually find a job? And like, what's that gonna look like? So I definitely want to assuage those fears um, early on. But I think the best thing you can do for me in terms of like understanding finance as a major and as a career path is I think knowing that, you know, if you want to do finance and you want to go that route, it's available to you. But if you also want to pivot and do something slightly different, you can do that as well. Um, I think the trick to doing that is effective networking and building relationships with people who you find interesting, not because of a certain job that they've held or a certain, I guess, involvement that they've had or anything, but just people that you generally think are interesting, because I think you'd be surprised at what you can learn from the people around you. Um, and that's something that I, I, I reflect on now, especially, you know, being in my senior year, I spent a lot of time my freshman and sophomore year reaching out to people even outside of Warrington, outside of Hebner, um, across different majors, and just asking them, you know, like, why do you decide on the path that you did? You know, what do you want to do after graduation? Is it grad school? Is it, you know, do you want to pursue a PhD? Do you want to, you know, work somewhere? Do you want to go to law school, etc.? Because I think, the more you add to your perspective and expand your worldview, I think it helps you to understand, is this something that I myself am interested in exploring or, you know, does this just not resonate with me at all? Um, so I think that's more macro. I think on the micro level, it's also important to identify mentors early on who can help you kind of demystify the process. And I think there's one conversation I had, and I, I keep referencing the caps, but it's because they've been like a very integral part to me in my development like right now. But I had one cap my freshman year who kind of sat down with me and like spoke to me about finance and the different, like the generic career paths that typically follow the major. 
And this was useful to me because, you know, when I came to college, I, I was majoring in finance, but I didn't really know what that meant. And I didn't even know what an internship was. Um, I remember when I got my first offer, I called my mom. I was like, yeah, I got this offer, but like, I really want to go to London for the summer. Like, shouldn't I do that instead? <laughs> so I didn't really know kind of what the landscape was and what I should be doing to build my career accurately. But I had a gap who sat down with me and talked to me about, okay, as a finance major, there's typically like these paths that people will follow. You don't have to follow them, but these are like the most common ones, right? So that's paths like consulting, like what Vera did. There's investment banking, there's equity research, wealth management, corporate finance. Um, and so I think it just takes a lot of time to like understand the ecosystem that you're operating in and the different paths you can pursue. And then over time, just spend time talking to different people and seeing how they think about their own paths. And that, I think, will inform how you also can think of your career. Um, so I know that was a little circular, but um, better. I'm curious to hear what you think about it. Yeah, so even I love everything that you have to say about it, and I totally agree. But just going back to how Valentina was kind of like um, introducing us, we are all over the place, but in the best way possible. Like you're you're story is not linear and neither is mine. And I think that's something that um, students might not see when they're looking at us on paper. Like you said, like we have all these quote unquote accolades that now look all prestigious, prestigious. But um, if you kind of look into like my career path, it was also pretty chaotic. Like the whole switch from marketing to finance that even though it sounds like a walk in the park, oh yeah, I just switched my major. Like the process it took me to like um be okay with switching that and mm -hmm. kind of the the mental loops that I would put myself through like should I be in marketing should I be in finance should I be general business admin like that was so real and there was a time when I honestly had no clue what I wanted to do so again I don't know who's listening to this and at what point you're listening to this but know that um, it's all going to work out in the end. And just again, this is something that I always tell myself, like right now I'm just 21. I have my whole life ahead of me. So it's not, I know that they place so much pressure on having like a good internship and utilizing like the resources now to get that internship, which is all very valid. And I'm the biggest advocate for using the resources that we have at hand right now. But you also have to remember, like, it's not do or die. Like, there is going to be other opportunities out there down the line. And that's something that I have to constantly remind myself and remind myself not to put so much pressure on myself. Because even though the 60 hours of case prepping, like now in retrospect, I'm like, oh, yeah, like that was crazy. Like during that time, I was a pressure cooker. Like, uh, and I'm sure you <laughs> could, you could um, like kind of agree on this. Like you're putting so much stress on yourself. But um just to kind of get back to topic. Um, yeah, like you don't have to have everything planned out, but I think one of the cool things that ended up making me want to switch to finance was that I kind of viewed it as I loved marketing, but I knew that finance was kind of going to open up more doors for me. And this is something that I had kind of like got from my dad because he has background in finance and accounting. And he was kind of always trying to push it on me. And I was like, I don't want to do a boring desk job. I don't want to do finance. And that's kind of where I landed on consulting. And it's not a boring desk job. I mean, you're probably going to be working at a desk, but that desk could be anywhere in the nation. With consulting, you're constantly traveling um, week to week. And then every 10 weeks to six months, you're also being put on a new project. So the place that you're traveling to gets updated. And those projects are obviously you're switching projects constantly. 
And each of those projects have completely different topics. As you get older or more kind of, um, you have more tenure in the consulting firm, I guess you kind of could be more selective on what the topic of those projects are gonna be. But when I start, I'm gonna have no say and I'm just kind of gonna be thrown into the wolves, which I'm really excited about because then again, like I'm not the type of person who wants to sit at the job and do the same thing over and over and over again. And that's kind of what I had thought finance was. Um, and now knowing what I know, definitely finance can open doors for you that is not going to just have you sitting at a desk all day you're going to be working on new projects constantly learning about new things meeting with cool people and to underscore what Jaden said you're going to be surrounded by like-minded individuals who are all so curious and also in also intelligent that just the people that you're around makes you feel like you're learning too and I think that the doors that finance opened for me like these doors, meeting these people, having these opportunities, these constant learning opportunities is what made me want to switch and made me okay with switching because there was a point that I was really scared. Am I making the right decision? But I think that's a story for another day, the stress that comes behind picking a major. <laughs> but um, ultimately, I think it just opened more doors for me and connected me with people that I didn't know that I needed in my life, but now I'm grateful that I did. I actually um, really want to double click on a point that Veronica said. Sorry, Valentina, if <laughs> I'm going off. No script. worries, Jaden. Please do. Um, no, but I think, and I know it's a conversation for a different day, right? But and I think you know, Veronica keeps mentioning that she switched her major, and I think it's something that I've always admired. And like, I think if there's one thing I would like people listening to take away is like, please understand that your path is very much your own, and like, what might seem like monumental to you in terms of like a paradigm shift you know, is actually, could actually be leading you to something that you actually need to go through, right? And so I definitely want to encourage you to like expand your horizons, whatever that may be. I certainly didn't have the courage to, so it led me to like taking up minors instead of pivoting my major, but definitely feel free to explore something. And if you feel like you, you perhaps need to change, like that probably means that you do. I think we have this tendency to like doubt ourselves and not trust our gut as much as we should, but I like to think of myself as a very intuition-led person because I think for the most part, we know where we need to go and what we need to do. We just kind of are always unsure of like, this isn't the path, so where could it lead me? But I think look at how successful it worked out for Veronica. So I would just say like, definitely don't be afraid to pivot. Um, and that's all I'll say on that because I think we could talk about that for <laughs> hours on it. Yeah, and I, I just have one last comment on that because I just think what you like, how you sum that up was so beautifully said. Um, I think that confidence to have to like that propelled me to make that switch definitely was not there freshman year, and that's something that I'm constantly working at. And I think the confidence that I'm walking out with now in myself, um, walking out now, well, not now in the spring from Heavener, is completely different than the confidence that I had um, for myself when I walked through the doors freshman year, not to say that I was like an unconfident person, but I just didn't know my potential. And I think that utilizing the resources in Heavener and like talking to different coaches, talking to different friends, talking to the cap mentors who were there before me, all gave me that confidence. And look at all the skills that you've got in yourself, Veronica, look at the places that you could go, the possibilities that are out there for you. It's just a matter of knowing yourself putting yourself out there and then ultimately taking those opportunities when they're in front of you and not looking back at it. Yeah. So you guys just mentioned so many wise words of advice for all the students <laughs> listening. Um, 
And I think, Veronica, you mentioned something that kind of just resonated, and I think it resonates with anyone that could be listening now, is that we've had the moment of wondering what it is that we're going to do with our life. Like, where are we going to land after graduation? Why are we doing what we're doing? Is this the right path for me? And like you said, we're always doubting ourselves. So I think that this next question really talks about that. And it's, how did you guys end up deciding that the the full-time role that you decided to take was right for you? What were your priorities? What was your your process to deciding that this was the right fit for you and that you wanted to start your career there? I love this question because um, I had, quote unquote, two experiences with big companies, Facebook and BCG. And I think that BCG, um, not only the firm, but the role itself aligned so much with my personality style. You guys know me but I guess the listeners don't I'm half of me is very creative and I love being with people and I love the teamwork aspect of um, projects like that but then half of me loves data and loves to nerd out over like analyzing things and finding trends and I think consulting is such a perfect blend of that that when I was presenting with presented with the opportunity I knew the mountain that I was going to have to climb to be able to get the spot or get the job but I was so fueled by knowing that or like hoping that it was gonna work out the way that I envisioned because it was just a perfect like the role itself like on paper is a perfect blend of who I am and then backing it up with the the kind of culture that BCG is able to provide was just the dream come true and that's why I said that when they offered me full-time, I signed instantaneously because I was so excited and so thrilled. And just to kind of like further talk about the BCG culture that I'm so excited about, like even this summer, um, it was virtual, obviously my whole program, but they were able to provide so much kind of support for me through the virtual platform. And so many people reached out to me that I had no clue who they were like, um, senior people in the office reached out to me to ask if they if I had time on my calendar to talk to them like that's unheard of and absurd and I would have never thought that that would have happened but I met so many cool people online over the summer and I'm just so excited to go back and meet them all in person that I think that warming and that welcoming um, environment is something that drew me in so much and then to harp again on the fact that like all these people have super non-linear paths like myself and bring such a unique and cool perspective to the table is something that I value so, so much. And they're all so supportive in everything that you do. And like all the questions that you have are so valid and they make you feel so welcomed. I was just so surprised and so shocked. And I'm just so excited to begin this journey. It makes me sound like a nerd, but I guess that's who I am. I'm super excited for it (laughs) and just to meet all these cool people out there. No, that's, <laughs> it's so funny because it's actually that's so true, Veronica. It's like right up your alley. Um, so I'm, hey, I'm like geeking out, uh, super <laughs> excited about it. No, but, I'm, I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see like how it shapes out and like to stay in touch. Um, I think for me, it's it's slightly different, and I always think about this because I almost I have I guess I I jump around a lot. Um, and I think if you know me, you know I love variety. So I always think it's funny that I've never like returned to a place. And I actually did think, you know, this past summer at BAB, I guess every, most internships were virtual, if not, you know, unfortunately canceled. Um, so I had a similar experience to Veronica. I think a lot of people really were trying to go out of their way to ensure that like interns were one, doing okay, 
and staying safe, but two, having as best of an experience as they could have despite um, the virtual circumstances. Um, and so I love my team, thought I was going to go back. I had really decided on the investment banking life at least for, you know, two years because I thought, like I said, it was a perfect boot camp for me. Like I really was focused on developing my skill set as much as I could early in my career. Um, but I decided to give a shot, give it, give a shot at um, private equity recruiting early on because I knew ultimately it was what I wanted to do. I liked the holistic aspect of investing because I think it forces you to take on yes, a quantitative hat. But I think um, the thing that excites me is that you also get to be really thoughtful around a certain idea and develop conviction um, around, you know, whether you think something's a good investment or not. And I think within private equity, relative to other forms of investing, you still get that like operational and managerial experience. And so that's why I decided to pursue a role at Vista, which focuses on technology specifically. Um, because I also think within software, and I've been doing a lot of reading, so I guess I've also been kind of geeking out over senior year. Um, but I really do think software is a very exciting space to be in. I think it's, it's kind of eating up the world, to quote um, a book that I recently saw. Um, but I think it touches every industry. And so for me, it was really about figuring out how I can use my first job out of college as a lens to understand the world around me and to figure out, you know, where I could, you know, potentially make my dent in that world. Um, and so I'm also very excited to be starting full time. I think it's going to be a grind as I would like, you know, my first job to be. But I think you don't learn unless you're challenged in a variety of different ways. So I'm super excited to be stretched in that capacity. I just want to say I'm super excited for both of you to start your career and we can stay in touch and just hear all the amazing things that you guys are doing in your own career path. But just our last question to wrap it up. I know you've you've been giving great advice throughout this whole podcast and I've even learned so much from both of you throughout my four years here. But I just wanted to ask if you have any last words of advice for students that are maybe starting the recruitment process or still haven't figured out where the right fit is for them in terms of their career. Yeah, I think one, use the resources that BCS has because they are free. They are for business students and they are so valuable. Like look at Jaden and Valentina, two gems. And I guess I'm a gem too. <laughs> but just so much random wisdom that was passed down from people before us that we are so willing and excited to share with students like you, whoever is listening to this. So come talk to us. We are not scary. We're super fun. Um, and we'd love to get to know you, things like that. And also the fabulous coaches, like they're there, they have years more experience from us. So they're just like wisdom jars. And then two, do not overstress yourself out about the position that you're in right now. Obviously use the resources, try to get ahead of the ball, but, um, don't stress yourself out because I was a stress ball at some points in time and there was no need for that constant stress and that constant wondering, am I in the right position? What am I going to do with my life? Back and forth, back and forth, driving myself almost literally crazy. And now with, and I think just putting myself out there and taking advantage of the resources and putting myself in places of learning and that risk taking is what ultimately led me to understanding what I wanted to do. And all that stressing went nowhere. It's just about doing what you can in the moment and using the moment to your fullest possible extent, I guess. Yeah, I'm really glad um, Vero did the BCS plug. Um, I would say, <laughs> truly, <laughs> I think I have to say to anyone like getting ready to go through the recruiting process, or I guess, I think this applies at any point, like, 
use it. it it shouldn't be an obstacle that you have to overcome I think it should be like an opportunity to one get to know yourself better um, and I guess I'm biased in that I think I'm a very introspective slash reflective person so any chance I get to like think about like myself and like be existential I kind of eat it up um, but I do think recruiting at the end of the day we I think when you're on the other side of it you tend to think of it as this just bastion of like mystery and you have no idea what's going on you think that the people recruiting you have this like specific detailed process and they're like checking all kinds of boxes but I think the reality is it's, it's people getting to know people and trying to figure out you know do I want this person on my team do I want to hire them for a job and I'm sure one you will 100% find a job because you know kind of like Vera said everything will work out in the end and then you'll see like really and truly like it's they people are almost as uncertain um, about their own processes and how they run things as you know you are so definitely don't stress out and I think um, it also like I said to the introspection point like just use it as a chance to get to know people I think um, it's funny my um, my roommate was just asking me the other day like about my interviewing experience and like some of the best and worst questions I've had and I thought it was a really interesting question but I think for me some of the best interviews that I've had and best interviewers that I've met with have been the ones that like I've connected with people on a personal level beyond just like the role that I'm looking for. Uh, and so I think, you know, just use it to one, understand yourself and your unique quote unquote value proposition, meaning, you know, what's your competitive advantage? What are your interests? What are you looking for in a certain job? And figure out how you can connect your life story to someone else's. Um, as a brief, you know, kind of example, I remember when I was doing one of my interview, my one of my Bank of America interviews, actually, I was interviewing with someone who, um, worked in Brazil for five years and not, and was then living in New York 